Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast, Conversations from Being, inspired by the book, The Ultimate Coach, written by Amy Hardison and Alan Thompson. Join us each week with the intention of expanding your state of being, and your experience will be remarkable. Remember, this is a podcast about being. It is a podcast about you. To explore more deeply, visit theultimatecoachbook.com. Now, enjoy today's conversation from B. Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast, Kai Henderson. I love your laugh. Let us hear your laughter. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> So very welcome. You're so very welcome. You know, it was a, a joy to meet you in Mumbai and um, and to reconnect since we've been back. And I want people to know who you are. And um, that's that's why I asked you, please, let's begin the interview with your laughter, because you are someone who is happiness you know to me you you are grace and the essence of the purity of humanity i also want people to know who you be in the world so i'm i'm going to read a little bit of your bio if that's okay absolutely thank you absolutely so kai henderson has graced the stages of harvard medical school the World Economic Forum headquarters in New York City, Ohm Times Radio, Talk Radio New York City, Total Faith Network, and much more. She's a former agency publicist gone rogue. <laughs> and she's guided by her intuitive nature. She sets out on an adventure to be the magic she wished to see in the world. And today, she's empowering spiritual entrepreneurs to be your own publicists by securing high-level media features and six-figure opportunities on their own so that they can create a life of freedom and massive impact while remaining authentic and aligned with their truest self. And so, welcome, Kai Henderson. And I'd love to start off by just saying how grateful how grateful I am to just be here, to be here and mm. to be here with you. Yes. That's how I start my day. And that's how I'd love to begin <laughs> this conversation. Thank you for, for letting the listeners know what it is that I do and who it is that I be. I'll tell you a story about <laughs> just so we can... Yeah. Right. So we can tune in our listening to this, right? <laughs> Let's do that. I just had a miraculous phone call with Harry ACL right before this interview. He called me like 15 minutes before, right? And I could have been like, no, 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 no. I'm getting ready for the interview, you know, being all like serious. But I picked up. I was like, Harry, <laughs> you're calling me at just the right time. <laughs> Yes. And what he got me really present to was something that I've been cultivating over these past couple of, I could say that this is a lifetime of cultivation, actually. And that is that before we met at Mumbai, 
I had the honor, the honor of having a conversation with Steve. And I love that I'm seeing in the group that people are sharing their experiences from their conversations with Steve. I think Robert had just posted a a trifecta of, uh, you know, a little vignette of his experience with Steve. I was like, oh, that's beautiful. It's beautiful that we're being with our experience of ourselves while we're being with this other person. Hmm. My experience was that I had a conversation with Steve. He gave me some homework to do. I was so into doing that homework that I missed that he had given me a call back. And uh, I want to make sure that we're, we're tracking here together. So I missed that Steve called me back. Hmm. And I was like, you know, I was with my feelings about that and what I was making that mean. And I saw underneath the missed call that he said, I'm so proud of you. And I could have called him back again to receive that acknowledgement, but I did something different. And I was with myself with what was coming up. I was calling him, if I, if I had called him, I felt that I was calling him to get something, to mm. get that acknowledgement. I said, I'm not calling Steve back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to live my life so that I can give myself that acknowledgement. Mm. Yes. The next message that I sent to Steve after that was see you in Mumbai. And that was months <laughs> after I received that message. That was November. I saw Steve in, in Mumbai and everyone and you in Mumbai in February. But I lived my life so that I was that acknowledgement for myself. Yes. Hmm. I love that. I want to pause there. I know that you're going somewhere with this, but this is a very important point. Yeah. That you're living your life to be the acknowledgement for yourself. Right. For me, that is the ultimate in being because so often, and you even said it, we take certain signs to tell us what to do. Mm. And you took that as a sign of who and how to be. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) So fast forward to today, I hop on this miraculous call with Harry (laughs) about 15 minutes ago, and it dawned on me what that meant to me. And, you know, in my document, part of my document, which is on my Facebook um, page, you know, I, I use excerpts from it. Uh, I just did my latest excerpt was uh, freedom is I am that. And Harry was asking me some really profound questions about who it is that I'd be. And I said, Harry, it just came out, Harry, that my life has been spent about being that. I said, thank you, Harry, for asking me that question. Because in this moment, I'm realizing that I am this. Mm. And that moment to me is the epitome of 
being the acknowledgement, being complete, being who I am, who I truly am. I am this. That's why I'm laughing when we talk all the time, Cordelia. That's why I'm so happy. I get to be this. Yeah. Mm. That's so good. And I I love that, you know, part of your document is freedom and I am that, right? And the other thing that my mind went to was you get to be this, right? So like, do you know French? <laughs> right? So like in French, there's like, right? It's like the distinction between this and that, right? So there's sometimes there are things that are clearly away from us. And then sometimes there are things that are clearly us. And so I, I was hearing that distinction and what you said. And um, regarding freedom, I had posted something also, I think just yesterday, that freedom is about uh, creating boundaries and and having discipline. And in order to to do that, you have to know your requirements. And in order to know your requirements, you have to be in the practice of nurturing yourself. That's right. right? So freedom is free when you know your requirements. So that, you know, that's my next question for you. What are your requirements to be this? Wow. and i'll i'll take that that journey with you as i discover for myself what that is Mm -hmm. (laughs) what this is (laughs) now that we've created that distinction (laughs) wow and requirements right requirements when I when I saw your post about that, one of the words that stuck out to me was boundaries. Mm-hmm. And there is a there's a distinction that I remember about um, a leaf falling into a river. If you were the leaf, then you are going with whatever direction the river takes you, mm-hmm. right? And what if we are the river? Mm-hmm. The distinction between this and that occurs to me just like that analogy. Mm. This being the river, being the the direction, being the steward, but being it all. So if there's a if there's a container that's necessary, I'm not aware of it in this moment. <laughs> and you know. On some level, a river is a bit of a container until it's not, right? Until it opens into the ocean, right? So I love that. And and that sounds very accurate, right? That we are the river, not the leaf. A lot of times we get trapped thinking that we're the leaf. And and we're really grateful to be flowing on the river, you know? And what if we are the river? which is more accurate that empties out into the ocean because we are that, right? Because in reality, all of us are just from one source, are one source existing as one source 
we are, you know, rivers and tributaries away from the ocean, but we all ultimately empty into the ocean to be the one again. So I love that you've, you know, brought that into the conversation. (laughs) And so beautiful how you express that, especially with the, the, you know, the quotes by Rumi and so forth that we hear, you know, about being the ocean and you're, you're helping me to continue cultivating this, right? That in this moment, I'm feeling like that we, we're creating it, right? Uh, some, anyone can say, well, okay, I'm not the river. I'm the tree. <laughs> okay. I'm not the tree. I'm all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's our creation. Perhaps we're being that we are at all. Perhaps we're being that we are one of them. Perhaps we're being that we are whatever it is that we create. So that container that we're talking about for Delia now and becoming aware that it, it it's our creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we bifurcate ourselves away from the main source by choosing to be smaller right and not not acknowledging that we're even in the small portion that we choose we're still part of the bigger because even as you say you're a tree right you do understand there's like a whole system of trees that they connect by the roots you see so we're still you're still not just a tree a tree is not just a tree and, um, you know, so all these tree systems, they meet mm. roots throughout the world. They do. Now, on the point of trees, I'm going to tangent <laughs> a little bit because I do love this analogy as well. I, you know, I'm an avid hiker. So mm. I do that here a lot in the U.S. on the Appalachian Trail. And I was recently in the jungles of Mexico and those trees talk different. Mm. And I can see I can still see how they're um a family with the trees here, you know. But just to check, you know, I came home and took a hike in my trees, my normal trees, and I was like, okay, you guys are different. Mm. So the distinction between jungle trees that I saw and the trees on the trail that I go to normally is that the jungle trees reflect back right so they let you see you and only feel your energy the trees here they draw you in right so you get to reconnect with the earth um but there it's like you are part of us be with us and Mm -hmm. see yourself so what are you hearing I'm hearing your experience in nature. What a relationship you've created with the trees. <laughs> Talk about possibility of possibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm drawn in by this beautiful picture of a tree behind you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in your art gallery. <laughs> <laughs> how apropos yes yeah what a beautiful connection trees and water and if you want to go back to i'm not sure if this is a roomy quote but uh there's 
you know the quote about being the sh- the shady tree? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that it's a roomy quote, but there is um I'm I'm going to like paraphrase it. It's like be the shady tree for those who love you, right? So, if we were to pull it all together, the analogies about, you know, being a river, being a tree, being this, being that, being is what would you say? Being is. I would put a period at the end of that sentence. <laughs> exactly. Right? <laughs> I, I I totally feel that. Like, because once upon a time, uh, Steve said to me, you know, you should love what is. Right? And now I experience life as life is and what what's not to love. Mm. Right. So you saying that being is same thing. (laughs) And I've been writing a lot of poetry lately. So, you know, getting really creative with the the punctuation is a thing. Right. Where do we decide to put the periods when we can do anything? Where do we put a comma when we can do anything? We can we can be that uh, commas belong here or there or they don't belong at all. This is truly our creation. I love how our entire conversation is uh, is illustrated behind you. We've got the ocean and the river and the sun, and we've got the tree. <laughs> and then you've got the cosmos behind you. So, like, we got it covered. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. You know, I I wanted to create this conversation as being distinct from all the other ones where we are pointing directly to the book of being or some particular thing and just have our conversation be an expression of being mm-hmm. instead of doing, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I love that you're bringing in that you've been writing a lot of poetry and I'm wondering if there's something, some one of your recent creations that comes up that you could share with us if you're open to that. Oh, I love it. I love it. Heck yeah. I'm going to open up this folder. <laughs> it would be, it's an honor to share. And thank you so much for asking. There's one that comes to mind. I'll read this one. And to me, again, to to just to create the listening around this is that I went to Mumbai with my husband, rolled my husband, let's go. And per our last public conversation Cordelia it turned into five countries in seven days which was beautiful experience to have Mm. and of going to to just be right as opposed to going to do something or to get something out of it which was another amazing experience so I come back I do this radical thing called rest (laughs) (laughs) about that yeah. And then after resting, I I was invited to a writing retreat. And this writing retreat was occurring at the apex of 
lots of contemplation about who I'd be. The, the trip to Mumbai created a clear slate, a blank canvas for what it was that I wanted to create with my being in my business, in my life, in my relationships. My friend invites me to her writing retreat. I was like, yeah, I'm there. I, well, I, I say that the Monday before it started on a Friday. <laughs> so this is how this is how I'm being. I'm, I was just a yes. So I made it there. Mm. And she says, it's great to have you here. There's so much here for you. And she showed me how writing could be a reflection of a conversation that you're having with yourself. Mm. And for me, it became about expression. It's about me being expressed as opposed to writing for a purpose, writing to someone, writing for something, right? I get to be with myself and have that be enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's when it started to flow. And then I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) What a marvelous opening. And I love the way you're creating the listening around this. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. So I'll read the poem. And then I'll read you the the title after I read you the poem. That makes perfect sense to me. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) The wild chance that I am freedom itself is a possibility I wear like a lace choker. Close, but not too close to leave room for disappointment. I wince when it's tugged at because I don't want to believe that any manner of this reality I carve tirelessly away at can be so easily jeopardized. I'm learning that the very glow from the well-knit web of evolutionary dreams was placed there by me, as me. My mind melts, and I pour it back into its sculpted, reptilian-shaped encasement to be lit again at a later time, when my most statuesque commands of my existence begin to take form, I shudder, as if to shake off the disbelief that I am indeed worthy of such a coveted embodiment. My extremities are platinum cast and lovingly hold the reflections of all gazers, each welcome to in turn behold the beauty of themselves. Eyes structured with facets that imply the infinite fractal nature of our deepening curiosity and search for that which is ever present. Skin, blessed with a sensitivity to the subtlest of sensations and nourished with nutrients from beyond this dimension. The depth with which I see is gifted from my third eye mind. My sockets are filled simply for good looks. Being in the presence of my truest form, my truest self, summons me to a deep internal bow, an exaltation of the deliberate suspense and surrender of my choice to remember I am. Mm, Truth. And how are you calling this? Poem is titled, I am worthy. Mm. I was going to guess at the title, but I was like, as, as I listened, I was like, there's so many possibilities here. I feel that the title probably has an I am something, but I wasn't sure what the I am could be. So I am more the sounds accurate. It was accurate for when I wrote it. And in this moment, I would retitle it. I am freedom. That's my assumption. I was like, oh, it's called I Am Freedom. But then at the end, I was like, okay. But yeah, 
and and you're free to call it however you want. You know, the title can float. <laughs> right. Maybe you make it I am dot dot dot. Right. It changes. Uh, mm, nice. Yes. It's a conversation. It's a mm-hmm. conversation. The conversation continues every time that I read it to myself. The dialogue continues on the inside through my being. Mm-hmm. Who am I being about that I wrote this? Who am I being about these words? Who am I being about the feeling that it evokes? Who am I being about sharing it? Yeah. You're being infinite possibilities in love. Ooh. That's too, that's how I experience you always. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't really remember not experiencing you that way. I mean, even when we met in Mumbai, you know, I think I made a joke. I was like, oh, you're the other me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We we met each other before we met each other. <laughs> yeah. to know each other even you know even now in this moment yeah so yeah you're reminding me cordelia there is a there's a post this morning actually in the ultimate coach group by alex planeton who i had the absolute pleasure to connect with during one of the connection bingos oh and he's talking about how we get to be in this playground, you know, with all of these amazing beings. And uh, what I what I got from what he said for me was a reminder of the experience that when I get to be with people, not just here, you know, this is we're talking about the expan- expansive playground now. Right. Is that I get to be reminded of facets of myself. And you're saying of the, you know, the happiness that I remind you of. And when I get to be with you, you remind me of joy. Huh. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, when I get to be with, and there's so many reminders. Harry reminded me of being complete, you know, before this conversation. Uh, Townsend, I watch his lives. I get to be reminded of um, uh, that I'm always creating there's there's so many people my husband he reminds me to receive there's just there's so many amazing facets that I get to be reminded of when I when I interact with people Wolfgang and Dave Orton remind me to be in room 509 all the time always Mm -hmm. be breathing (laughs) that that message that I was talking about earlier that um you know of being proud of me that I get to be that reminder for myself. Mm, yeah. And I get to integrate all of these beautiful reminders that I'm receiving from everyone into my own being. And I get to be that perpetually for me. That's the gift that, I, that I've received of being in such a magnificent playground as Alex Blanded and put it. And that I get to experience like that these gems and jewels that are also within myself and then being able to have a conversation with myself that just continues to perpetuate it. It's, it's the gift that keeps on giving the people that we get to be with who it is that we're being when we're with them and on and on and on and on. And the sparkles that they sparkle back to us as the gems. Yeah. We get to be this and the reflection of it. 
Yes. In this moment, I am, I, I want to close the circle on what it is to be the acknowledgement. So now, you know, having, having gone all the places with the analogies and listened to the poetry and, you know, being in the gratitude and the joy and, and the infinite possibilities, create listening for the listeners on how they can create their world being the acknowledgement. Listening is one of one of the ways that I've been committed to creating, creating from my listening. And it's possible to listen to the listening and to be with what's there. Another story to wrap this up is that there was a training that I was a part of to to create purpose in one's life. I said, well, what, what do you, what do you do? And I'm going to alter that question to who do you be when everything and everyone in the world is healed, happy, whole, like, can, what is it like to create purpose to create from that space? And for me, what came up, what, what would I do? Who would I be? from a space like that where everybody is happy, full, and complete, that I would just be with. The creating from being with whatever is there has been really significant for me. And I created as an invitation, not one that has to be taken, but a possibility. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's the perfect place to close our conversation. And um, with that invitation, to the listener and um it's it's really been a joy being with you today and um i love that you're my final interview for the ultimate coach podcast such an honor thank you so much for having me here and thank you so much for who you are for all of these people yeah i appreciate you you're welcome And for those of you who are listening, share this with another heart and share this with another soul. Thank you for listening. If you know someone who would benefit from today's conversation, please share this podcast with them. Also, we invite you to visit theultimatecoachbook.com so you can continue your personal exploration of being. There you will find links to join our wonderful community, get your own copy of the ultimate coach book and more simply go now to www.theultimatecoachbook.com that's www.theultimatecoachbook.com the link is also available in the show notes we appreciate your support be blessed be you